Oh shit, my bad. No, you good. Um, so yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I was gonna say. So you remember, I, I started like shit right there. <laughs> did, it, did, it, um, did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Did you know? Yeah, I know. So um, <laughs> Super Mario supposedly was coming out with a two D version of the video game. Bruh, I seen. I seen. I seen the clip. I was like, I want it. I I miss. I, I miss two D platformers, man. I really miss them. I have. I mean, I'm thinking about the hours and the hours of playing Super Mario Brothers. You know, I said the only advantage now we'll, have, we'll be able to save it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yo, did you know? Did you know there was actually a way you were supposed to, you were able to save the Mario game on Nintendo? Bullshit. I swear to God. Swear How? to God. How? Hold on, hold on. I gotta <laughs> hold on. I didn't know we were gonna talk about this. Cause I need to know. Cause how you know how many times I got to that fucking final castle and I fucked up that end pattern and then just died and I was like, you know what? I'm never playing this again. I can't do it. I can't this is too stressful. But you you talking about the first one, right? Nah, bro, because I saw a TikTok about it and I couldn't believe it. I was like, you gotta be shooting. I'm talking about the original. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, well, the, the first. This... Uh, NES, there we go. It says, press down. Hold on. Uh, NES, yes. Press down on the D-pad to move the temporary suspend point to a save slot in the suspend point list, then press A to save it. Were you able to see any of this after you did it? Or is it just wishful thinking? Like, how the fuck yeah, were you yeah, supposed yeah. to do it? No, no, no. I saw a clip and he did it. Like literally, uh, it was it was a clip. On, I was like, it was, I saw this months ago, and I almost like shit myself because I couldn't believe it. I'm so mad. I'm, I'm so mad. <laughs> all, the, all, all the all the like sneaking up, staying up late to, to tell your parents they didn't know you were playing. <laughs> right? Do you do you know that I've never com- finished that game? Like where you find the princess? I've never, not once, ever played Super Mario the first one. And got to the princess. It was always the fucking toad talk about your princess is in another castle. Fuck you, bitch. I did all this shit and she ain't even yeah, here. I never, nah, I never have ever seen the princess. I thought I think she's a mythological creature in the game. I I agree. And why? That's what I'm excited. What? That's what I'm excited about this new version. Why is Peach always getting caught anyway? She's like the worst. The Peach worst. is the definition of a of a I'm an independent woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, independently getting her ass captured. That's what happened. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so it was. It was like I'm excited to see that um, that pan out, and I want to. I'm definitely gonna play it. Obviously, I'm gonna buy it. And it's funny because I, when I saw it, I was actually playing. I saw it the same day that I, I was playing um, TMT Shredder's Revenge, which I haven't beat yet. Yeah, me and uh, my oldest beat it. We finished it. Yeah, I'm not there. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on the fly right now. Yeah. That's the only yeah, thing I sucked because I was like, we was gonna play that, and then it was like, sorry, not cross platform. Like it's a fucking that was so gay. Such a simple game. It was like I was so agitated by that concept because it's like, even though the game wasn't expensive, it was like twenty bucks or twenty five bucks, but it was yeah. still like the whole excitement about it was one. Like, I'm actually thinking about getting a new one, the the Kawabun Collection. Oh okay, I didn't even yeah, know so it has, they had it. Yeah, it came out not too long ago, and it's every single version, arcade, um, game, like all of them, and every single version of like the Ninja Turtles. So like the old ones, new ones, all that kind of stuff. It's like I think it's that's crazy. Sixteen different versions in that's one game, nuts. bro. I remember yeah. 
um, there was a, I wonder if they have these on it, but um, I remember playing a Ninja Turtles game. It was like fairly modern and it was difficult as shit. Not, di- not that difficult, but I was playing, it was like, you obviously you could play with multiple people and me and my, I think it was my nephew. We just kept getting fucked up on one part. Like we kept getting our butts kicked on fighting somebody and then we just stopped playing it but it was a really good game but it was difficult uh yeah I'm, so it I'm, gives I'm, you so it gives you all these versions so you get the arcade one you get turtles in time arcade you get yeah. just regular team and teenage mutant turtles you get the second mm-hmm. one the arcade game the third one Manhattan project you get ninja turtles tournament fighter ninja turtles four turtles in time Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter Super Nintendo. I guess, oh, I think, oh, these are the versions of the games. Okay. So they have like the arcade version from Nintendo, Manhattan Project from Nintendo, Tournament Fighters from Nintendo, Turtles in Time um, Super Nintendo, Tournament Fighter Super Nintendo. Really, honey? The <laughs> <laughs> Tournament Fighter Super Nintendo, the Hyperstone Heist, Sega Genesis, Tournament Fighter Sega Genesis, Fall of the Foot Clan Game Boy. Jesus. Turtles 2, Back from the Sewers, <laughs> Game Boy, <laughs> and in Turtles 3, Radical Rescue, Game Boy. That's mm. crazy. So that's, that's a lot. Of, what is that? That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, So 13 versions. Sorry, I said 16. It's 13. That's wild. All the classic joints. Yeah. Well, you love ladies and gentlemen, ladies, 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 and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. So <laughs> moving you to another rendition of the smooth voices, smoothest voices you're ever going to hear on the second most <laughs> famous podcast in the world, the Dadism Podcast with the S. Allegedly. The Allegedly. That's right. Mm. That's right. <laughs> you know, we're beating up people in UK and everywhere else. Um, <laughs> you know, I go by the name of Jose, the Regan from Down Under. And then you got my boy here, Ben Hameen. Ben Hameen. The mighty Jamaican. Mighty, mighty He's Jamaican. The mighty Jamaican, aka Regan. Jamaican, Jamaican Regan? Yeah, yeah it, it, Jamaica. It's like, it's like like uh, that drink and Jamaica me happy. Shame on you. Shame. It's a, on it's you. a real drink. I I know that, but I'm still shame on you for bringing it up. Because how dare you? Yeah, it's from, C- it's from Seagrams. 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 Oh my god! All right, so <laughs> not even a, not even a strong drink. <laughs> you know. But uh, t- yeah, okay. T- so today, uh, well, I'll I'll just yeah, what we got what we got for him. I I'll explain. Right. So recently, I found out in my family, a family member, not in my like my little unit, but uh, my I, my wife's sister. Your in laws. It's don't like, mind me. It's like you're, allergic, you're like allergic to that word. Your in-laws. Yeah. No, <laughs> Why do people you know, do that? You know what's funny? Like my cat is directly in front of me now that I move my desk around. And uh, she's like a queasy cat. So she barfs all the time. And she was just Ugh. moving real weird. And I was like, you better not. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll flip out. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Throw up on my shit. Random. Okay, we sorry. That there's no, there was no animals of hurt in the recording of this podcast. <laughs> Not yet. Dun, dun, dun. All right. But, uh, okay. So I have a family member that is uh, my in-law that is getting ready to have a baby. Good job. You know what I'm saying? 
And I was, and don't you have somebody in your family that's getting ready to have a baby as well? No, no, no. So it's uh, my cousin's. Or just oh, had a baby? No, no. So before I, before I even go any further, before we go any further, I forgot. I had to just do this really quick. Shout out to my cousin Jay in España, Jota, España. He's out in Spain. He asked for a shout out. He's actually been giving, he gives a little like tidbits about, uh, about the podcast, but he is actually having, um, so he's in, well, his wife's in the Navy. He is um, one of the people in like involved in the Navy is from my understanding is having a newborn. It's going to be a first time dad. First time parent, man. Oh yeah. He's popping that cherry early. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Well, actually I don't know how old he is. So yeah. So just the whole concept of today's main topic is, you know, new parents and, uh, you know, parenting a new child, like, you know, get just having a brand new baby. Fresh off the market. I know I'm like my youngest is 11, so uh, I'm very far removed from that. But your youngest is how old? How old? Thir- he how old just you? turned four. He just turned four. So you you like four years away from that ta da brand new baby uh, smell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he ain't, he ain't got no brand new baby smell anymore. I tell you that much. <laughs> he got that grown man shit smell. <laughs> Hey, when they're babies, sometimes depending on what they ate, they got that grown man shit smell. Ugh. But um, shout out to my my children who have both uh, made it a point when they were babies to shit all over me. I love y'all, and <laughs> I promise I'm not gonna hold that over your head for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> He's just gonna make sure that he lets everybody know at your wedding. Yep. <laughs> Both of them. Every time I'm gonna make sure they know. But um yeah, so I just thought it was, you know, is a good time to just discuss what type of stuff that goes through our minds in you know, when um, fathers become fathers for the first time. Jesus. <laughs> oh, what what time? <laughs> what version? <laughs> Well, I mean, do you want when the females were coming, when the guys were coming? Which one? (laughs) No, we'll do. Well, we'll start with uh, ladies first. We'll start with uh, the feet when you you know you're having a a daughter. Because I know we can both relate to that. I can't relate to having a son because I don't have one. Don't worry, yours is coming soon. You better stop trying to put that curse on me, boy. You better (laughs) not put that curse on me. I have to take some salt and throw it over my shoulders. You ever see Talladega Nights? Yes, I have. <laughs> the black, the black guy. May he rest in peace. He was like, "Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby? Don't you put that on me?" <laughs> That's exactly how I so, feel. How, how dare you, sir? The power, the power um, of Christ compels you. No, it's yeah, <laughs> I mean, just like the thought, Jesus, what was, what was in my mind? You know what's funny? The one of the first things that came to mind when I had when I was having my daughter. It was, I'm so sick of snow. <laughs> like I just, Wait, it, I know it's funny because it's like it has never, nothing to do with it. No, no, I you think so, right? So the reason why is because my daughter was born in March. Okay, my youngest daughter, and when being born in March, it's as we we're in New England for you guys who don't know at home, you know, it's almost in New England, so those for the Spanish people. Um, so 
weather is is tricky. So what happened is when I had to bring her home, it was um, still snowy and the roads weren't that great. So I hated it. So I was just like, this is bullshit. All I could think about was the safety of them. You know, ah, sure that she was able to make it home. So that's why I say like, that was my good, good initial hate dad. of snow. Good save, huh? dad. I said good save, dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's, literally, that's literally why it happened. Like all, 100% was because I could think about driving in the snow and worried about my kids getting hit or the car getting hit, I should say, and then like getting into a car accident. That's all I could think about. So that was my initial, initial um, like thought, other than the obviously excitement when, you know, when the baby finally comes out, you're just like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> so, you know, what's, you know, it's funny. My, uh, my first child, uh, who's 20 now, uh, Jesus. We, <laughs> my wife gave birth to her during a snowstorm. Seriously? Yeah. So it wasn't like re- like uber super bad. But here's the thing: we at the time we lived um, off of um, uh, Route Nine, so it was like obviously Route Nine's a big highway for all you that don't live know what that is. Um, it's a it's like a major highway, but there's an apartment complex that I worked at back when I was doing building maintenance. I, I worked there, so I also lived there. I couldn't afford to live there otherwise because I tell you. That, Rent too goddamn high. No, they. I just got a free apartment for uh, doing uh, being on call. Let's let's call the deal. Yeah, not quite. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> the second I didn't work there, I had to get my ass out. So if you have a deal, you have. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I had a deal, then I I would have a lease and all that stuff. So I didn't have a, a lease. True. But um, so. We were, it's funny, like we went to the movies, came back home, uh, and my wife, at the time I had braids, <laughs> that was a long time ago, uh, at the time I had braids. Many moons ago. Actually, we wasn't even rocking with each other at that time, because I wasn't working at, we didn't link up until I started working at Radio Shack, but Correct. That, and that was that was like after my second child was born, so that's funny, um, even though we've known each other for so long. But exactly. the um, the when we got home, my wife took out my braids or whatever because I, you know, I was gonna get them redone because I was just growing them. So I had this like crazy fro right at the time, and then I'm sitting on the couch playing video games, and my wife is in the doorway of the room down the hall, and she looks at me and she says, "It's time," and I'm like, "What you talking about? It's time what?" <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, like, "Oh, are you it, cooking or something?" <laughs> <laughs> but bro, it was, was like, dumb late. Making? It was dumb late. It was like two a.m. or something. And then Jeez. she's like, "No, it's time." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then you know, I start to scramble, right? <laughs> and then I'm like, "Fuck!" It's snowing outside, but it had just started. Like it was maybe max an inch on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And if you you know where. Uh, what what can I give you an example of? Oh well, either way, it was just Route Nine's a big straight shot. So all you had to do is get on Route Nine and drive all the way up to UMass, right? The the one on um Belmont. You know okay. what I'm talking about, right? So so I had to drive up there. We got her in all that stuff, and you know them. You know, after a little while, the next day my daughter was born. And 
during a snowstorm, which was hilarious. It was kind of good because, you know, I got a new baby. We were so close to the hospital. And uh, because I worked and I did building maintenance, I got out of shoveling snow for that day. And if you know a little something about me, I fucking hate shoveling snow. (laughs) I I hate it with with a passion that I should reserve for my worst enemies. I I don't like it at all. (laughs) I hate shoveling snow. And so, you know, that was a blessing. A gazillion gazillion percent. (laughs) But yeah, so it's it's funny. I don't know if I ever told you that, but yeah, that's uh, the oldest was born during a snowstorm. And your, was that your oldest as well? Um, if you're going by technicality, yes. Um, but it's my my middle child. But yes, she was um, technically she was born. Um, she was like I said March, so it wasn't like snowstorm, but it was still snowy weather. Yeah, but man, fuck that shit. I I don't know why. Yeah, I that's like I said. That's why I was done. <laughs> and then um, our son was born via C-section in springtime, so it was a nice change because um, having our daughters. In March, which again in New England is such a tricky month that it made it so difficult to do like birthday parties and stuff like that. Every time, every year, you had to fucking rent something. You had to do a yeah. haul or Chuck E. Cheese or Dave something. It wasn't yeah. no simple like oh let's just have something because we don't have a big big house, so it's not something like oh let's just let's just have something at the house. We're Puerto Rican. We have a gazillion of family members. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, there was actually I was going to ask you. So, okay, since we were both established <laughs> that we've had uh, new kids before. Um, yeah. So what do you think? Like, is it probably the thing you worried about the absolute most having a new child? Be specific. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So for me specifically was... Um, so my daughter was actually six weeks early. So oh, damn. yeah, so she was actually born. It was funny. I shouldn't say funny, but it's uh, it's intriguing, I guess, because it's she was born six weeks early, and she was also inside her mom's stomach when she was in three car accidents. God damn. Yeah. So I tell my people, I tell everybody all the time. I say she was determined to be here. So I call it, like she's a little bit of a fighter, and she's also actually. It's a, I believe it's called a rainbow baby, like the baby after miscarriage or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, well, she, so when I tell people she was like determined to be here, she was determined because um, it was a three car accident. And then also being born six weeks early, she came out, she was like 19 inches long, but she was like four and a half pounds. Damn. How long did yeah. she have to stay in the hospital? Um, ironically, it was. It wasn't too, too crazy. I think it was like, I think it was like a week or two because. <clears throat> she was six weeks early, so she was one at 34 weeks, but technically after 37 weeks, I think it is, 36 weeks, something like that, it's technically like full term for you guys at home. I'm doing air quotes. Um, it's something that affects like 36, 37 weeks is like full term. So she didn't stay there too long, but she was like under like undersized. So we had to wait for her to get like, to, I think it was, if I remember correctly, she had to like gain a pound in the time frame, and then she was able to go home. Like we were definitely home before her, but um. She came home, yep. I want to say, a couple of days after us. Yeah. Um, and you said there was a C-section. How, how was the recovery for, you know? That was actually for um, our son. 
Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I'm I'm tripping. Yeah, I'm tripping. yeah. So our son, our son was the uh, the C section, and that was because my wife wasn't uh, wasn't allowed to go um, full term. So mm. we had to like pre plan it, and you know, and make sure. So she he came at 37 weeks. So he was due like in mid June. He came. He was due like beginning to like the second week of June, I think it was, and he came like the third week of May. <clears throat> oh, okay. But okay, so what what was the uh, the thing you? Were- oh yeah, so my my thing was uh, sorry, I got kind of lost on that one. It was mm-hmm. um just obviously making sure my immediate thing was making sure like health wise, you know, being such a small child and well in weight and obviously being so early, being my first experience, I was just like, is she going to be okay? Like, what's going on? so on and so forth, yada, yada, yada. You know, it was just like that specificness in the sense of making sure that she was okay, but also at the same time, her mother had preeclampsia. So for you guys who don't know, that's like seizures and all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So she had to be born that day. It was like, so and it's funny because, you know, you said you had to get raids out. So literally we were at home mm-hmm. because we lived together at the time. Um, you know, her mother and I, we are no longer together. I'm with my wife now. But um, so what happened is, we had gone to sleep, woke up in the morning, and she waited till I woke up in the morning. Bro, this was so agitated to me. Woke up till I waited till I woke up in the morning. It was like, oh, um, I think we need to go to the doctor. And I go, what do you mean? She's like, I'm not feeling well. I mean, it's been all I've been up like all night, and I'm like, I'm going, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah, you should have woke me up. Like, oh, but you were sleeping. I'm like, you should just woke me up. Like, you know, it was like a yeah. whole thing. So it was one of those situations we got there and it was like, we need to deliver now or we can lose one or both of them kind of situation. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. That's so that's why. So it was really like, obviously at the time was concerned for both. Once she, my daughter came out and her mom was fine. Then it was all of my daughter. And obviously like the concern was um, making sure that she's okay. Health. You know, she had all her fingers, everything else like that, toes, all that good stuff that people always say, oh, cut the fingers, cut the toes. But it was the, um, the just making sure that she was okay. Like, that was, like, health was number one to make sure, like, she was, you know, functioning and there was no issues considering, like I said, three car accidents and being six yeah. weeks early. Damn. Well. Yeah. I, and then my son's, my son's thing was really more my wife, ironically, as it was, because my son was C-section. Yeah. Yeah, well, it wasn't that. It was a C-section, right? And they go, C-sections um, take, they say they're super quick. So he was supposed to be born like at 12. Um, and she got in there early. So I had to wait a few minutes until I can get in there to like, they cut her open or something. And it took them like a solid, like 20 minutes to get him out. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, what's going on? They told us it was going to take like two minutes. It was going to be like a snip, snip, boop, and that's it. And then it was supposed to take like 10 minutes and sew her back up and that's it. But I couldn't be there for them sewing her back up. So after they took them out, you know, I didn't even get to cut the umbilical cord, which kind of bothered me a little bit, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was, he was born. We did our thing. You know, they, they wrapped him up. They let us see him. We took pictures, whatever, whatever. And then they were like, all right, dad, we're bringing him to the, what is it called? The nursery. And then, you know, we're going to have you go in the nursery. You can see him and whatnot because mom's going to get sewn up and click. It should be like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. That's what they told me originally. Yeah. Bro, it was like an hour, hour and a half later. I was in nursery and I had no idea what was going on with my wife. Damn. I could truly not enjoy my son. Um, not knowing. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, I was like asking questions, like, where's my wife? They're like, oh, she's, yeah, they're just finishing up. They're finishing up. It was getting to a point that I was getting, like, I was starting to cause a ruckus a little bit because I'm like, what <laughs> if is my wife? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I need to know where she's at, what's going on. Like, like nobody's telling me anything. 
and then eventually they were like, oh yeah, she's going to the, she's going to, um, she's going to, uh, to be released and like back to the room now after like an hour, hour and a half, bro. I was livid. So, <laughs> well, I, I know that they have a tough job to do, but information is like the best thing for some certain people. But yeah, I'd some people just be honest, just be like, hey, listen, we're having a little difficulty with, you know, closing her up and whatnot. And that's it. And I would have been kosher. Let me know. But you told me it's 10, 15 minutes and it's been like an hour, you know? You know, they also, what something that also could have happened is it could have took longer for the person who is going to do the closing to get there. And they didn't want to no, make it, was, it seem. Nah, they literally told me what it was. It was just because she had a lot of scar tissue. Oh, uh, so they had the like trim stuff. Yeah, so they had to like get through the tar- the scar tissue. So they explained to me what it is, but it was just um stressful, um, I presume. Yeah, it was just a stressful situation. Mm. Now, okay, I'm gonna tell you one of my first concerns when I have m- my first child, and it's gonna be way less <laughs> intense than yours, right? Like <laughs> the fact that you're laughing about it already. <laughs> I was most concerned with dropping the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, do you not know people were yelling at me when my daughter was born? Because, again, so she's four and a half pounds. So Mm -hmm. for you guys at home don't know, I'm about like 6'2", 6'3", so I'm a big guy. Mm -hmm. Um, I could, they were like, hold her with two hands, hold her with two hands. Bro, she fit like in the palm of my hand and like just on my forearm. That's how small (laughs) she was. And I'm like... Why would I hold it with two hands? First of all, it was like it was like straddling a football. Because I'm like, <laughs> why would I hold it with two hands? I go, it makes no sense. I'm just holding my other hand. <laughs> that's, <what I'm> <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much what you do, right? You put the it, baby. It was horrible. I know, but that's the issues with you, uh, tall guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'd be like, oh my god, You know, I'm repping for the under six feet crew. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was my main He's concern. Because the baby, because <laughs> <laughs> I never like I didn't really up until that point like get to hold the baby. You know, like you if you have like you probably had a big you have a big family, right? So you probably had yeah. S- but I'm the oldest though, so oh well, yeah, oh. that makes sense. Yeah, I'm the oldest. Yeah, so yeah, definitely like you know my little sisters and all that kind of stuff, and yeah, you know nieces and well not nieces and nephews, but like little cousins and shit. Yeah, so uh, I was, I didn't really, I wasn't quite present for when my um, uh, my siblings were born. They were born a year apart, and I was in and out of the home for a little bit at that time. Okay. So I didn't really get to hold a baby until that first time I held the baby, which was your own child. Yeah, like I I mm. steered away from it because I was always concerned about hurting someone's kid. But then now it's mine. I have to hold my kid. And I just felt like I'm going, this thing is so fragile. It's like trying to hold on to ash. That's what it felt like to me. You know what I mean? Like, well, you don't smoke, but um, ash, no. like say you had ash from like a cigarette or something. It holds its form, but the second you put any type of pressure on it, even blowing on it, it crumbles. So I was so scared holding my daughter for the first time that I felt like I was holding ash. So I couldn't do anything. I just got to hold this baby. Uh, And I guess that's, I feel like that's a, anybody that's considered strong 
would feel similar. You know what I mean? Or just oh yeah, no, definitely. Like I agree with you. Like that's definitely even even though it's you know even having experience, you just you still cheat everything. So it's it's different. It's like when you're borrowing something, sometimes people will say like. Um, it's almost like they don't treat it as the same as their own. You know what they're saying? Like people say all the time, like, oh, if you borrow something, like, or somebody borrows something, usually they don't treat it as if as if it's the same way you would treat it. You know what I'm saying? For real. So like, you know, like that's your child. So you're going to hold it and you're going to be more cautious about like, oh my God, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, but after that, it was like, okay, I was grateful because my, my wife worked in daycare with infants before I even met her. So when we had the baby, I had no doubt in my mind that my wife would know what to do because she has experience already. You know what I mean? From the yeah, work she gave you that backup. Yeah. But man, I was just like, uh, I got to like, you know, you start making all these plans in your head. I'm, my kid's going to be super smart. I'm going to teach them this. I'm going to do this with them. Bruh, we, the, the, the dreaming when you have a baby for the first time is is on a different level. Like what you think. Yeah. I'm uh, in the future. I'm sure we'll do a comparison of like what we expected versus what actually happened. But when I tell you, man, this, the stuff that was happening in my mind, what I planned for my, my child was epic. (laughs) It was epic, but, and honestly, it's, it's crazy when reality sat, you know, settled in, you know, and, I actually did what I had to do, like, cause my, you know, my oldest is 20 is going to be 20 at the end of this year. Like I'm, I'm really, I should say I'm proud of myself, but I really want to say like I survived, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it was tough. That's was tough. Teen- like babies are one thing. Teenagers are totally different animal boy. Totally. Oh my God, different insanely. And it's, it's almost disgusting how different it is. <laughs> and, and, and definitely annoying. Yeah, this I guess there's just a standard resistance between uh, going from dependent to independent. Because those yeah, it's, who it's definitely weird. Yeah, those who are de- uh, are the dependents want their independence, but they don't know how to be independent yet. So. And they don't take the advice and respect of the ones who are already independent. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I somebody, oh, I forget. I was, it was, you know, my TikTok resources. Um, somebody on TikTok was saying that, like, we're, it's like genetically, uh, your kids after a certain age think that everything that you say is is dumb. Oh my god, it's horrible. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. You can make the most sense. It just coming from you, it sounds stupid. They'll listen to other adults. Yeah. They'll listen to other people, but coming from the people who have raised you, it just it doesn't seem like it's it's sensible advice. I don't I don't know what causes oh. that, but it's just no, it makes sense cuz like as you know like I work with teeth, so I do um <clears throat> like braces and stuff like that and I deal with a lot of kids and literally the parents would be like Jose, can you, like they'll take me to the side and be like, can you just tell them like to brush their teeth? Because I, I tell them and they just don't listen. And I go, yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. Because they, they they say the same thing. And these are parents, you know, these are other parents and they understand the concept of, it's like you just said, if you're hearing from somebody else, all of a sudden it's like, what? <laughs> you're speaking knowledge? And you're just like, <laughs> and you're not like, 
Hey, I'm like, not I just my texted overlord? you that like 45 times. I know you're like, <laughs> I just texted you that 45 times. I done called you. I done told you. I done sent you a voice note. Like, what else do you need? I'm saying, you know, but, and you know what? You witness that stuff because this stuff that I've told, or or at least it needed time to simmer, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you try and teach a kid a lesson and they don't get it for like two or three years later. And you're like, oh, Fine. God. <laughs> you, the, the, the enjoyment you get when you just realize that you just look and you just like it's like you it's like you're smiling in the back you're just like yeah motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny because sometimes they don't realize it but we know because obviously their their existence is our main concern so sometimes they'll be saying stuff about like maybe their own character or how they feel about things and you'd be like yep you got that from me oh my god <laughs> all the time like my, especially with my oldest, my oldest, she has a tendency to be like, because like I said, she's you know my legally my stepdaughter, but she's my daughter, and um, mm-hmm. and I, and even her grandmother from her mom's side has actually even said she goes like, you know, she's just like you, she acts like you, she talks like you, and I look at her and I go, yeah, I know, <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, I know, like same yeah. or anything like that. So yeah, yeah that's um, me, that's me, bro. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna we're gonna take a moment out of this seriousness that we've been doing because it's a little bit getting a little serious. You know, I don't want to put you guys down. We had a little bit of last, but you know what time it is. Oh shit. It's time for dad jokes. Dad jokes. Bye, Jose. So I got I'm telling you, I'm working on the theme song. I'm gonna get it. All right. So I got some good one here. Let me see. Excuse me, kind of clear the throat, you know. So I looked out the window. And my dad was slumped over the lawnmower, crying his eyes out. I said to my mom, what's up with him? She said, he just going through a rough patch. Oh, man. I'm saving a good one for the last one. I think, at least least to me, I think it's a good one. Um, Some of these make me cringe. (laughs) (laughs) That is the point. Um... So my mom died when we couldn't remember her blood type. As she died, she kept telling us to be positive, but it was hard without her. <laughs> that is so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I'm going to hit you up with, which I think is an interesting one. It says, somebody said my dad's gay. Now I'm trying to work out which one. Oh my god! <laughs> Stupid! I'm trying to figure out which one. Uh, if you got to figure out which one, it's probably both. Much. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna give you guys a bo- I'm gonna give you guys a bonus one today. Okay. Just because I'm feeling in a good mood. So, mm. let's see. My therapist just told me I have an extreme difficulty in picking up on social cues. I think she's in love with me. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I fuck with that one. I fuck with that one. <laughs> oh man! And we that's need, the- I need, I need, so we need, we need a little pickup right there, real quick, because I feel like it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an emotional episode, you know. Everybody thinking about their their newborn babies, you know, not crying because that's what dads do. We just hold them tears in, wait for the shower. Jesus, I know. <laughs> but okay, since you know we had that wonderful burst of happy energy, let's 
do some introspection. All right. So some the, introspection. I think that's the word. I've heard it before. Oh, I I was impressed by it, but I, <laughs> introspection. You know, I gotta look up the I'm you know gonna look it up the the dictionary and shit. But uh, introspection. Oh, he really it looked. Says it he up. Had the oh, I did. I, I had to because I'm like, I was proud of you, bro. I was gonna give you your flowers for that one because I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, that's a good word. I'm like, all right, introspection. I'm like, that's like a seven syllable word. Like, we getting some money here, you know? That's a Harvard word. <laughs> you know what I'm so, saying? And then you, you, then you questioned yourself, so I had to check it. <laughs> so, so what is, um, it? is it? It's a real word, first of all. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're one for one so far. It's uh, the examination or observation of one's own mental and emotional processes. Ooh, I used it right yeah. too. All right, um, because it literally like the sentence is quiet. Quiet introspection can be extremely valuable. Oh, quiet. Sorry, <laughs> quiet introspection can be extremely valuable. Yes, there, there's a lot of words in the English language that confuse me. Like wind and wind. It's the same fucking word. Yo, I know, right? <laughs> it's like the same thing with like goose and geese, but moose doesn't mean multiple mooses don't mean meese. It, it should. It should. Yeah, That'd be moose. hilarious. That'd be hilarious. Do you see those meese over there? That sounds crazy. <laughs> it sounds fucking crazy. But <laughs> anyhow, um, today, being that we were talking about, um, you know, Becoming a new parent and issues that we that pop up in our head when you know we're in these this mindset of like oh my god what do I do I have this life response that I'm responsible for you know what what do I do to make sure that they're okay and my uh, thoughts on that are be flexible so I want to talk about flexibility of mind and flexibility of understanding because we forget when we're, you know, considering raising our kids that A, they're people, they're little people. So the same way you have feelings and, you know, uh, thought processes and you think a certain way and you think you understand things a certain way. That's the same thing your kids do. It's just, they're doing it at the very lowest level that a human has. You know what I mean? So they're like, Oh, I'm seeing these things. I don't know what they are. Oh, dad, they're colors. Oh, okay. So what is, what is that one? Like, you know what I mean? They're just understanding all this shit for the first time. So you have to be like extremely patient, extremely patient with children I mean, I'm not telling anybody anything that they don't know, but when you're, you know, a new father, if you're listening to this and you're, you got a baby on the way or something, just know loving your kid is, is enough. Well, you can't love your kid and not do anything for them. That's just words. (laughs) But um, loving your kid, truly loving your kid and trying your hardest to provide for them is the best thing you could do, but you have to be flexible. You have to be understanding. You have to be, you know, able to adjust for their needs. And along the way, even though that shit is tiresome, like the first, them first uh, six months, 
Just say bye bye to sleep. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> just 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 say bye bye to that. Um, unless you got like you know, if you had like great family members or some people are in a situation where their their in laws are or their parents are retired and they can come and help out. Count your blessings because when you don't have that, because we, me and my wife didn't really have that. The, the like. You have to get real used to getting woken up every two to three hours. I got real lucky. My my kids literally only woke up to eat, and they did it like clockwork. So I, if I, my kid went to sleep after eating, I knew I had a solid three hours. Solid, like I could uh, time, put my head down, go to sleep. You know what I mean? So we all, me and my wife alternated because we uh, bottle fed and we didn't have to do uh, you know that breastfeeding, but. Yeah, we really, you just you have to be flexible in everything that you do because the needs of that child, especially if you don't have a, uh, I don't know, I feel like saying normal child sounds really messed up, but uh, a, a child that doesn't have any extra special needs, you know what I mean? Like one that, you know, has all their limbs and all their mental capacity because, you know, there's autism, uh, you know, handicapped children. Um, but as long as, you know, you're, you're loving your kids, you're doing everything you can to support them and you're being flexible, adjusting as you need to, everything will be okay. And with that being said, we giving you a short episode this, this week, because last week was long as shit. All right. But I have a better episode too, just so you know, it was a great episode. <laughs> Yes, yes. Go if you missed it, go listen to it. Go listen to it right now. Do it. Yeah, don't be going out of order and shit. Like these episodes mean something to us, okay? Don't fucking you know think this is like Star Wars. You can go four, five, six, then go back to one, two, three, and then think about you can mix it all up. Nah, we ain't doing that shit. Go one, two, six. All right. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen that Star Wars day in my life. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow. To, um, next week. We're gonna talk about that next week. How you've disrespected Star Wars. And uh, you haven't seen any of that Isn't shit. Isn't that the one with like the the the, the wands or something? No, I'm just fucking. You know, <laughs> I was about to say, you know what? Just go ahead and throw it all away. Throw it away. But all right, well, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for coming back another week uh, to listen to this. Basically, these two dads shooting the shit with each other. We really appreciate y'all. Shout out to our biggest fan. Hey, Jesus. Jesus in the building. That's right. I'm going I'm to I'm throw a little, this is a Spanish mamba hitting you up. Yo, Jesus, let's get it going. Let's get it popping. Yeah, he sent me a, he sent me a message the other day. He was like, I see he gave me the credit for the segue. He said he gave segue was fire. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they needed to know. They needed to know how smooth that was. But um, yeah, I, check that, us that out. That was hilarious, though. <laughs> Yeah, check us out on uh, the Dadisms podcast on everywhere. I think we're up and running everywhere. Um, and then yep. also, uh, you, if you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, uh, if you have any topic suggestions, please send us an email at the Dadisms podcast at gmail.com. Make sure at Dadisms is spelled with an S, or else you may reach a podcast that's not as good. 
So y'all That's right. And um, remember, guys, like, share, comment, all that kind of good stuff. Because, you know, it's it's free to support. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's free to support right now. Exactly. Right now. Your boys is on their way. They on their That's way. That's right. We're number two right now. We're going to be number one soon. Soon enough. Yes. So, but Allegedly. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on that <laughs> note, yes. Y'all have yourself a good night. For you dads, it gets better. Kind of. <laughs> Bye, guys. Peace.